Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Stephanie Dorfman, a registered dietitian who found a passion for dietetics through being an athlete herself and cooking with her family. Stephanie and I connected through the best dietetics practice group, Nutrition Entrepreneurs, and after connecting, I knew I wanted to learn more about her journey so far. Stephanie grew up an athlete and loved cooking with her family, which led her to one of the easiest decisions she has made, becoming a registered dietitian. She is thriving and truly enjoying working for a food service company, which lends to a lot of opportunity and variety in her job, all the while carrying a strong passion for sports nutrition. Please enjoy my conversation with Stephanie. Well, I'm excited to talk to you. I know that we met through the Nutrition Entrepreneurs DPG, and I'm excited because I get to learn something about someone I don't even know anything about. So (laughs) that's what's the best part about this podcast. So I always start out with my guest and I like to know kind of how you got into dietetics. How did you realize that was something you wanted to be when you grew up? Yeah. So it's it's actually kind of funny because I'm a pretty indecisive person to start out with. So I thought going to college, it was going to be hard for me to pick a major and something to study, but it actually came very easily that I wanted to study something in the world of nutrition, dietetics. I actually went, I went to the University of Maryland um, and went in as a nutrition major and then found out that the nutrition majors typically went pre-med. So I suddenly switched to dietetics because I definitely did not want to be pre-med, um, <laughs> even though, even though dietetics is basically pre-med minus like a few classes anyway. Totally. Um, but the end result was what I was looking for. So, um, I grew up with, um, a pretty athletic family. So I've always been into sports. I grew up, um, coaching and doing gymnastics and also softball and soccer. And I just liked being active. So I thought I'd be able to combine my love for that and also being in the kitchen and cooking with my family and everything kind of all in one and studying food and nutrition and who doesn't like food. So, um, (laughs) it's nice to get to do that all in one. Absolutely. So you, that's kind of I indecisive, like just making major life decisions or just little decisions. I think actually, now that you say it, it's probably more of like the little decisions, like what flavor ice cream do I want when I'm at the <laughs> ice cream store or like, or what should I wear tomorrow or what should I take for lunch? But I guess the bigger life decisions, I'm a little bit better at making a decision, but um, it was a surprise to me that I knew that I looked for schools that had nutrition programs in them. So are you from the Maryland area then? I'm not actually. I grew up okay. in Westchester, New York. Um, so, but I figured Maryland was far enough away where I could still drive and come back for a weekend if needed, but also, um, are close enough to be able to do that, but also far enough away where I could start being more independent and sure. living my life down there and stuff like that. So are you there now currently? No, I came back to New York after I graduated. I know I applied to a few dietetic internships in the Maryland, like DC area, because a lot of my friends were staying. So I would have been happy down there also, but um, also applied to a bunch of things in New York and ended up getting placed at LIU Post, which was awesome. And I got to be closer to my family because my whole family is in New York. So that was really nice. 
So tell me about your internship then, because I've never heard of this internship space. So share more about that with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's Long Island University, the CW Post campus. So it's out on the island. Um, and I was commuting from Westchester. So that was exciting because it's over a bridge and, you know, some traffic. Oh. And yeah, it was it was fun. <laughs> but my the internship director I had was absolutely incredible. And she um, kind of plots out where you're going to do your rotations according to geography and stuff. So she actually got me my clinical rotation in New Rochelle, which is where I was living in Westchester. So that was awesome. Nice. Um, but yeah, so this was my, my first choice internship. I loved it because it had a health and wellness, um, program part of it. So there were 20 interns accepted and two or four interns to each semester got the health and wellness concentration. And then the other ones were medical nutrition therapy and the health and wellness concentration allowed you to work on the LIU post campus for about three months as their campus dietitian. So you were kind of like your own, yeah, it was kind of like your own nutrition business on campus and you got to like kind of find students as your clients and, and kind of counsel them in your own way and start really recognizing what it's like to be that like entrepreneur and get that kind of itch for it. So, and you got to work with all the sports teams and the athletes and do a lot of that cool stuff, which was my biggest interest. So that was like a good chunk of my internship, which I loved. That sounds amazing. Like that sounds like a lot of responsibility though, too. Yeah, it was, it was interesting because it was my first rotation in the internship. So I didn't, (laughs) yeah. So it was literally like, you just get right on started, right? Like right off the bat. But my, my preceptor was my internship director and she is such an idol to me. Like she's so incredible. Um, she's not the director anymore, but she was just an amazing person. So she helped us kind of start off. And of course you have like your checklist of things you have to get done, certain assignments, like certain meal plans that you have to create, certain presentations you have to do, um, coaches that you could reach out to. And there were things from past interns that kind of get passed down to you. And, um, it's combined with like a food service aspect too. So we did some stuff in the um, cafeteria on campus and worked with them there too and made um, bulletin boards. And so it was a lot of like creative, the creative side of nutrition, which was cool because I went into the internship a little, you know, nervous for the clinical stuff because mm-hmm. I had some experience in undergrad, but definitely wasn't my ultimate goal. I think I went in with an open mind, but kind of knew that clinical wasn't going to be for me. So this rotation was, was fun to start out with and get kind of like the different side of dietetics first. I love the college campus aspect. I think that's such an untapped market for dietitians to really make an impact. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's like a huge part of the clientele that's looking for nutrition to begin with. And um, some schools that don't really have division one athletes or stuff may get overlooked by the nutrition field. So yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's cool to be on campus with students that are interested and want to reach out to you and are interested to learn. Well, and I don't know about you. Well, and I guess like I, as I was probably a really bad dietetic student because I didn't really think about food that much. And I think when I did start thinking about food, it's only because of the classes I was taking. And then it's like, I feel like a lot of college students kind of get, they start to kind of take some ownership for their nutrition at that point in their lives. So I think there needs to be some dietetic nutrition intervention at that level. (laughs) Yeah, I completely agree with that. It's either, I feel like it's a very large like spectrum of what college students are 
thinking it's like, oh, I don't want to gain the freshman 15, but also yeah. like there's so much food at my disposal. What do I do with it? So um, <laughs> it's, and then sometimes they end up in a really unhealthy balance and sometimes they end up like totally right. okay. So yeah, definitely a presence of a dietitian on any college campus is definitely needed. So did you like, did you like your work as the health and wellness and kind of like that entrepreneurial type atmosphere? I did. And it was nice because there were two of us on campus. So we got to kind of bounce ideas off of each other. And I still keep in touch with um, that. She was now a dietitian, also still on Long Island today. And we bounce ideas off of each other still. So it's just so, it's so nice to be paired with someone as a resource during that rotation. And it's nice not to be thrown into the internship alone with other registered dietitians mm-hmm. when you're not one yet. And you're kind of working together to kind of find your groove and what you're interested in. I love those connections that you make with other interns that yeah. you still talk to like a long time down the road because you do go through that hard thing together. So it's hard not to become friends. Yeah, it's so it's so true. I became pretty close with a few of the interns in my class who I still keep in touch with today and who are still the people I'll reach out to for um, nutrition advice or if I'm having a issue or just like life things in general, they just become like good mm-hmm. friends. But yeah, you go through this whole long thing together and then you just share all these experiences and hardships and tough times and then you just become friends afterwards. Yeah, it's kind of great. Kind of a great connection. Yeah. So after the internship, what was kind of your first steps professionally? Yeah. um, Well, after the internship, I took about like a month. I, I really wanted to just take the exam as soon as possible. So the second I got that email that said, oh, great, you can sign up (laughs) for the test. I basically picked like the first day possible. So my internship ended on at the end of May. And then Jean Inman came to LIU Post. She always comes and does her class there, which I Mm -hmm. loved. I don't know if you did Jean Inman to study for the exam. Um, I didn't. But now I think most internships programs try to work with that program to train them. Yeah, I think so. And I, whenever I work with interns, because um, where I work now, actually, we get LIU post interns at my job, too. So it's nice that I got to stay connected with it, too. Um, but I always tell them that Gene Inman was amazing and that the class itself and the binder and everything to study was just so great and such a big resource. Um, so I studied for a month, um, probably the whole month of June and took the test right in the beginning of July. Um, and I actually grew up going to a summer camp, a sleepaway camp since I was about like eight or nine years old. And it's like a seven week, just all like sports, like sleepaway camp. You just go away for the whole summer and it's the best thing ever. Um, my mom, my mom works there. My brother grew up there. My cousin, my aunts, the girls had counselor. My grandparents met there. So it's kind of in my blood a little bit and I couldn't really oh, wow. get away. Yeah. So I spoke to my internship director after the internship finished and was like, I kind of want to go back to camp, like for one last hurrah before, you know, we start <laughs> like working full time. So Um, she was like, I think that's totally fine. She was like, I think you're probably going to need a break after the internship. So I studied for the test. I took the test like July 2nd or 3rd and then went to camp that day. Um, spent the summer. (laughs) Um, I was all packed and ready to go, like hopped on a bus and went to camp. Um, and everyone was super excited that I I passed the exam. So that was, it could have gone either really badly or really great. And thank goodness it went really well. Um, (laughs) um, so I spent that summer at camp and I'm a, I was a camp counselor and assistant group head being in charge of 
like 60 or so 10 year old girls with, in addition to the group head, um, and then came home and started applying for jobs and ended up getting a job luckily at a nursing home in the Bronx. So not too far from where I was living in Westchester. Oh, that's, you know, I think that's great that you did that though, because I feel like you're right after your test, after your internship, a lot of us are like, Oh, we have to go get a job right away. Otherwise, you know, my whole career is just wasted, but there's nothing wrong with taking some time off and, and really kind of, take decompressing and maybe figuring out what you want to do or where you want to go or those kind of things. Yeah, definitely. And, and camp and don't get me wrong. I, I love camp so much. Like, obviously I kept going back, but it's definitely not a place to like decompress. It's like busy all day, which is something, yeah, which is something (laughs) that I love to do anyway, but I did it basically every summer growing up, which I think says a lot too, that I wasn't one of those people that went out and had internships during the summer or paid internships or had clinical experience during the summer and still ended up getting an internship, like my first choice internship and doing very well in school and getting a job. So I think it's said a lot to, I mean, camp is an amazing experience and you learn so many life skills there. Um, I don't know if you have any experience with any kind of like summer camp or sleep boy camp. Um, I never got to, and I always wanted to, so I'm so jealous of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. If you ever get an opportunity to go and check one out or even, I don't know, it's, sim- it's kind of similar to what the movies are, to be honest. <laughs> it's, it? it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's, re- it's really awesome. But yeah, if you ever get an opportunity to go and sometimes I speak with dietitians cause there are so many campers at camp that have special dietary needs, either allergies mm-hmm. or special um, like dietary requirements. So we work with them because they're there for seven weeks and you have to be able, they have to be able to eat. Yeah. Sure. We actually have a, a diet. We have a camp here in the Des Moines area in Iowa that is for um, kids with diabetes. Oh, and yeah. it it's, I don't know how long they can go, but it is a stay, a come and stay camp. And they do have like day camp too, but that's like everyone there has diabetes. So they have dietitians and people that, you know, how to nurses and insulin and carb counting. And yeah, so it's kind of intense. I've, I've done it like a day volunteering during my internship, but it would be interesting to go for a longer period of time. Yeah, definitely. That's cool that you got to do it during your internship though. Yeah, it was, it was a cool, it was a cool experience. But I think when I was there, there was, I mean, there was over 150 kids. There was tons of kids. Yeah. Uh, and just kids with diabetes too. It's like, whoa, like we've got kids first. They're all crazy. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then they have diabetes too on top of it. But it's great because they can all, they all relate with each other and yeah, they all have the same thing and no one's weird or, you know, different. And yeah, it was kind of a great experience. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So you found a job in, you said, long-term care that was close to home. Was long-term care, was that something that you were kind of interested in? Um, I, I Weirdly so, after saying what I said in the beginning, I only applied to clinical jobs. Um, as my first mm-hmm. job, I kind of felt like I kind of felt the need to get that clinical experience under my belt, whether however long it was going to be for. And I feel like those are the places that are hiring the most, or at least that's what I was seeing in my, in my area. So I just sent out a bunch of applications and they were actually one of the ones that got back to me. Um, Cause you know, you send out so many applications. <laughs> yeah, so many. <laughs> yeah. And then you never hear from half of them, which is crazy. 
Um, so they, they got back to me. I interviewed, I got the position and it was close to home. So everything seemed great and I felt pretty comfortable and, and it was a great first job and learning experience is what I'll say about that. (laughs) (laughs) How long were, how long did you do that? I was there for about not nine months, I think. So a little, a little less than a year. Okay. Yeah. And, um, it was really interesting. I mean, I was given so much responsibility as my first job out of the internship. So, um, that, that was interesting. And, um, but I really, I really liked, I I liked what I did and I kept telling myself that I liked what I did. Um, like working with residents and getting to know their families a little bit and having relationships with them. And, um, because they're, cause obviously they're there for long term. Um, and I also got to do some subacute things and some rehab things. So I got a, a large variety of experience there, but, um, it ultimately wasn't what I think I was meant to be doing as a dietitian. So after nine months, I, I left and came up with what I liked to call or what I referred to. And I would speak with my cousin about it as my master plan. Um, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It was kind of like, get through the end of this kind of job, like get through survey and just finish out strong and um, leave on a good note. And then I actually went back to LIU Post to finish my master's degree. Um, so that was kind of my my reason to to kind of leave that job was I was going to go back to school, finish my master's. They have um, a concentration in exercise physiology at LIU Post. So that grabbed my attention. And also during your internship, you get some master's credits there. So I was already oh, nice. part of the way there with the master's degree. So I just figured I'd go back. I'd do that, um, work as a graduate assistant there. So, you know, they help pay for some credits as a graduate assistant and I get some experience working with the professors and the interns on campus, which is what I did. And then kind of see where that would take me going forward. <laughs> That's always a big decision to go. Well, I think it's nice when you have some master's credit, like that helps you just kind of like, oh yeah. Cause I, I know that there's, lots of controversy about getting your master's. Like, do you make more as a dietitian? Do you not? Is it worth it? That type of thing. Did you think about like, was that something or is it always like, I'm just going to go get it just because I'm halfway there? It was a little bit of both. I kind of felt like if I was gonna, if I was going to go back to get my master's now, now was the time to do it before I got Mm. too far removed and didn't want to go back to school. I was only a year out of the internship. So, um, it was, it was easier for me to think about studying and taking exams again. Mm -hmm. Um, so it just seemed like the most opportune time. And I also was already kind of in the postgraduate program. So I didn't really have to do much to put myself back in. I just had to sign up for classes and I was familiar with, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, I got super lucky on that. And, and, and I knew the professors and, um, I was familiar with the program there. So it was just, it was comfortable and I like, and I felt good going back to do it while I was going to kind of figure out where my next step was going to be. So what was the next step? What did, <laughs> what, when you went, was exercise, so I know that you kind of said like exercise, you're an athlete. You really liked that with food. Is that kind of why, so is your master's in exercise physiology then? Um, so it's in nutrition, but with okay. a concentration in exercise gotcha. physiology. So there were, yeah, there were certain, um, kind of elective classes that you could choose from to fill that requirement rather than an MNT concentration. Or I think they also have geriatrics, I think. 
Hmm. opposed to. Yeah. So they had a few different concentration routes that you could go all with the same kind of core, like nutrition science classes to get you the credits and then um, some of the elective ones to go along with it. Very, that's awesome. Yeah. So what, so what, what did you discover during that time that you were getting your master's that you thought you wanted to go into? Um, well, I, I knew I loved being back on a college campus and I knew I didn't want to go back into a clinical position. So I kind of steered clear of all of those jobs and when applying. Um, and I knew I didn't, it wasn't um, kind of full-time classes. It was classes in the evening, but I was taking like three or four classes a semester. So it was kind of like for at least the first year was involved and I was working as a graduate assistant. So um, I got my fill of dietitian experience, but it was, it was weird because I wasn't working for like, I guess myself anymore. Like I was helping the other professors and the internship director, which was amazing. And I learned so much from them, but I was kind of starting to lose that like newfound confidence that I got after working in the nursing home for a year. So, Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of, I needed to kind of break out of that and start doing my own stuff or just find a job where it was where I was the dietitian and I got to help out with the work that was going on rather than helping out with other people's work. If that makes sense. Totally. As a grad assistant, that totally makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I loved, like I said, I loved being there. Um, but then I applied to, I applied to my current job and I work for, um, I work for a food service company in their corporate office doing kind of corporate wellness stuff. A lot of the behind the scenes things with menus and recipes and, um, traveling to our accounts and doing tabling events and um, health fairs and just every day is different, which is which is really awesome. And I saw this job and it was actually, like I said, a place where we send, where LIU Post sends interns. So they had that connection already with the, um, with the director of wellness over there. So we kind of reached out to her about the job description and the job posting and, um, and then I got the position, which was amazing. It was right up my alley. It was more of the creative side and made me feel, um, it kind of made me feel like a dietitian again and like that I was doing what I was meant to be doing. So that was really awesome. That sounds amazing. And I think like food service companies, people are scared of them. I don't know, maybe because <laughs> that's not, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's shifting and maybe you've noticed that because have they had dietitians employed for them for a long time, kind of doing your role? Um, yeah, I think so. Cause there is, um, there's a whole wellness department, um, in our company. So, um, it, we, they would create newsletters for the company. They would kind of maintain, our like eat well program, which is what we like to call like how we can tag our healthier options. And then since then with technology improving and online nutrition and databases and things, the position has kind of evolved and we've hired other dietitians at some of our accounts to kind of either be like a campus dietitian or some kind of wellness manager at the accounts to work with clients or students and um, like we were talking about the importance of having kind of a dietitian either on the college campus or in a bit in a business account and helping them with their needs. If we provide the food service there. Does it do like businesses, college campuses? Yeah. So we do kind of the whole range of everything from businesses to college campuses to K through 12 schools and independent oh. schools. And yeah, we kind of do it all, <laughs> which is kind of fun because you get to work with a bunch of different types of 
people and get to talk about a bunch of different types of nutritional needs and all that, the whole spectrum. That's really neat. Like, and you said like no day is the same. So do you like that variety? Is that something that you enjoy? Like you welcome variety? Um, yeah, which is funny because I, I, and I think like many dietitians, um, who are pretty type A and like some kind of structure yeah. and <laughs> schedule. And, um, so, so I didn't, it's weird that I do like it because I'm, I'm very scheduled and I like my planner and I like knowing what I'm doing. But I think as long as I know where I'm going and what I'm doing semi in advance, it makes it a little easier. But, but yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of traveling, um, when I, when I applied, they, they told me, like, they asked me if I minded traveling or driving or mm-hmm. if I had a car and that I'd be out of the office and stuff. And, and it didn't really bother me. Cause I mean, I'd commuted from Westchester to Long Island. So I knew driving sure. was not going to be an issue. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's cool. I mean, I get to go all over for either like business development presentations or tabling events. And we, we have accounts, um, like up and down the East coast, some in California, like all over. So it's, it's cool to be able to go and experience nutrition life outside of New York, which is where I kind of always been. Oh, that's really neat. So you get to travel, not just within your state, you get to travel all over the country. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Mostly like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, like driving distance usually, but on the Mm -hmm. occasion that I get to go to California, it's pretty cool too. (laughs) That's yeah. That was, I mean, like that kind of, like you said, it's not, it's getting exposed to different parts, different nutrition parts and different businesses and companies that you could experience a way different atmosphere than maybe at an account that's close to your house. Yeah, definitely. And working with all the different people out there and and hearing what they're interested in and kind of what, how we can help like provide them the nutrition that they're looking for too. What is a tabling event? Oh, so, well, we do different, like wellness themes throughout the month. So, so I'll go and we'll set up a table with some of our marketing material and we'll have a recipe sample and some educational handouts and, and I'll be there to answer any questions that they have and tell them about what we're sampling and kind of how it connects with our wellness theme and, um, and that they can make it at home. And we have some more recipes on our website and just things, things like that, just some like educational things. Oh, that's fun. So that kind of gets to tie in with your cooking, like your like like your love for cooking too. Oh, totally. I get to think about so many different recipes and <laughs> things to try, and um, yeah, like what what should we sample this month? Like what goes along with it? Like does it connect with our theme and things? Yeah, it's cool to have that aspect. And I, we work pretty closely the wellness department with the culinary department too. So we get to hear about all the the cool new recipes that we're making. That's fun. That's fun. always going to lure people in with food, right? Because everybody loves yeah. food. So you always have to lure them in with that. <laughs> exactly. That's that's why they come and stop by my table yeah. because I have the free food. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said earlier, you're like, you get to work from home. So some, do you have an office or do you have to, is it your home, your office? Um, well, usually I'm in my office out on Long Island. Um, but on the occasion where either I'm traveling or was traveling the day before, it's nice to be able to have the luxury. I have a computer, like I have a laptop that hooks up with our, um, shared documents and things. So it's nice to be able to be remote, especially due to all the traveling. So, um, if for some reason I do have to work from home or I'm in California and I need to do some work there, um, it's nice to be able to be 
um, portable kind of a portable dietitian, if you will. Yes. You're like a, I've heard like a digital nomad type dietitian. Like you can just work from anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which I think is really special about the job is that I can really get my work done. Of course, like it's nice to be in the office and with your coworkers and you can talk about things. Um, but also like if you, if you need to, or something comes up and you have to work from home or you're stuck and traveling gets delayed or whatnot, you know, that you can also get your work done in somewhere else. <laughs> oh my gosh. Your job sounds amazing. I think that's <laughs> great. Thank you. I mean, I, I am. I'm definitely very, very happy where I'm at. Um, it's it's really cool. And I'm, I'm learning so much from it. Well, and that's, I think, like you said, you're learning a ton because you have so much variety too. And the different people you get to work with. And I think that helps just broaden your horizons when it comes to our profession. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, because when you're when you're in a clinical position, I mean, you get to work with other health professionals and doctors and stuff. But being in this corporate setting, I'm working with the marketing team and and the culinary team and um, HR and um, IT and and print shop and like mm-hmm. I'm working with like tons of just different professions, which is which is nice because you get to talk about nutrition a lot of the time because that's obviously what I'm doing for the company. But you also get to talk about other aspects of of the job and the company, which I think is really opening my eyes to a lot of things that I probably didn't know from my internship, which they don't really teach you in school. And like, I don't know if, if well, in Maryland, you have to take a requirement for the DPD, I guess, or for dietetics was some kind of business course. So I got like one three credit <laughs> class of business. And um, so I think, I mean, I think it's like beneficial if you look at what a lot of dietitians are doing now and starting their own businesses and sometimes even getting like MBAs or going back and taking business classes. It's, it'd be cool to add that in or more of it into a curriculum too. I would agree with you because just like the situation that you're in, you probably had no idea there was so many different entities that you'd be working with. And I think of taking more business, you kind of get more of a better feel for what a really large business is about. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that that's, probably my weakest aspect as of right now, I'm pretty comfortable with the nutritional mm-hmm. pieces of my job, but I, I love being in this environment and being able just to learn so much. I think like your job is cool too, because all those different people that didn't know what a dietitian was or did, you're like being that face to them of what a dietitian does and what a dietitian is. So even like your coworkers in your same company they're starting to get what a dietitian does. I think that's the hardest thing is convincing your coworkers that you just don't sit in your office and eat, you know, food all day. Like you do other yeah. things. But I think that helps yeah. spread the message about our profession. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm sure you've seen, I feel like there's like a meme or something out there where it's like what my friends think I do, what like my parents think I do, what my coworkers think I do, and then like what I actually do or whatever for like yeah. a dietitian which is like so funny because it's, it's kind of accurate, but, but yeah, you're so right that all of these people that I work with and all the different um, aspects of my job, yeah, start to really get to know about nutrition. And then there's a sustainability aspect to the job too. So um, it's, yeah, it's nice to be able to share that knowledge with either the account that I'm at or the people I'm working with. Yeah. I think that's, it's such a good opportunity because I still feel like people just don't know what diet. Do or I know, whatever. which is like, I think it's, 
It's definitely getting more out there. I mean, I don't know if I'm just following all the dietitians on social media, <laughs> but but I, I hope that other people are seeing the messages too. Yes, definitely. Well, I, I can tell that you're very happy with your career and you're enjoying it a ton, which I'm sure totally radiates in everything you do at work, which is awesome. Is there Thank any you. other parts of you as a dietitian that you're passionate about or something that you really want to know more about or you know how we always are like these lifelong learners that keep trying to like figure out more things about our profession do you have yes. anything that you are passionate about yeah i think there's there's always been this part of me like uh, that has been so interested in sports nutrition and working with athletes and i think and i did some time with the sports nutritionist at the university of maryland which was also an incredible experience um and there's always that part of me that wants to be back on a college campus or in some kind of like school environment working with students or student athletes. I think that that's always going to be part of me and who knows where that itch or that want will, will take me. But I've always had also this long-term goal of getting the certified specialist in sports dietetics certification too, and somehow getting enough hours to do, to sit for that exam. (laughs) That's a lot of hours. You're right. I know. Isn't it like 1500 hours? I believe it's 1500. And since, and, and another reason why I went back to get my master's is I think, unless something has changed since I last checked, but since I got my master's with a concentration in some kind of sports field, like exercise physiology, I believe it counts for like a thousand of those hours, which is crazy. Um, and I, and I hope I'm not quoting that incorrectly, but, um, that was also another reason why I was going back to school was to kind of start building up those hours to potentially sit for the exam. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yes. You definitely, you definitely need to do that. So make sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know it's been, it's been a goal of mine. It's been on my mind and it's just hasn't presented itself yet. So I'm waiting to see what the future brings. <laughs> On at least I think like with anything professionally, as long as it's in the back of your mind that it's always there. So then when the timing is right, it'll happen and it will happen when it should happen. Yeah, definitely. And I've heard people um, like I've listened to some episodes of your podcast and other um, other dietitians podcasts about either taking the exam or wanting to do it or ways that they did get it. So I know that it's, it's possible and that there are people out there for me to reach out to if I have questions and things. Absolutely. And you should, because I know that like any of those specialty exams there, I mean, they are intense and there's a lot of studying to do and it's kind of like it's on your, you're on your own. So you have to find someone to help you kind of navigate that. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's exciting. I'm excited to see. We'll have to podcast again when like in a few years and just kind of see where you're at and what you're up to, because I feel like there's lots of exciting things for you in the future. Yeah, that would be fun. And I think reading your book also um, and getting connected in the way that we did came at a really good time just because it has all those kind of thought provoking questions in it. And, and the quotes are like, so on point too. So um, it was fun to read it at where the time that I'm at and just thinking about some of the future things I want to do. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad that's kind of what it's for. I even read it sometimes when I'm like, Ooh, what's my next moves? Because I feel like we do that throughout our career. We just always, we have next moves. So how do we navigate those? 
Yes. Yeah. It's always the, the navigating part. That's the hardest to figure out. <laughs> no, Cause you can sometimes get, you get cozy sometimes and you're like, Oh, I really, you know, life's pretty, I got it figured out. Things are going pretty smooth, but there's just some other things I want to do. <laughs> yes, definitely. I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, and uh, we are very similar in, in the way we view things for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I am so, it's so good to hear about another job opportunity that's out there for dietitians too. I, you know, I know that there's food service companies that do have dietitians, but yours sounds like it's very supportive of our profession and that's amazing. Yeah. It's, I, I feel supported in the wellness aspect, which is really great. That's awesome. That's awesome. So <laughs> I do have to ask, are you going to go to camp this year? Uh, well, <laughs> Um, I haven't been back for the full summer since I started working full time. So, but I do try to go up as many weekends as I can because my, my mom is still there and my aunt and my, and my cousin and my brother tries to get up there. He's also working full time in Virginia. So he tries to get up there for a few days too. So it's definitely high up on my list. I try to go on the weekends. It's not terribly far. Um, but even, even just the weekend spurts are, are nice for me to get to be there. <laughs> Oh, what a cool, that's kind of a cool, that's a cool fact to know about you. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's a, yeah, it's a pretty fun fact that, I mean, it's been in my blood for like for so many years and it's just such a happy place for me that, um, I, I try to get there as much, as much as possible. And I'm fortunate that I have family there, so it's nice to spend time with them too. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I have to ask a few more hard questions. You know how I end my podcast. So you have (laughs) to share with me some of your favorite foods that you enjoy. Okay. And I've been thinking about my favorite (laughs) foods. Um, And I have to say, I think my my all-time favorite food is some, any kind of nut butter, like peanut butter, almond butter. Um, I love almond butter, but I also eat oatmeal like every day for breakfast. I don't know how I got started doing that, but (laughs) But I put nut butter on top of my oatmeal. So I guess that those two together and an ice cream. I, I love ice cream. Do you have a favorite flavor? Probably anything with peanut butter. But, <laughs> but also there's there's an ice cream place called Kilwins, which is my mom lives in Florida and there's an Kilwins by her. And um, they have this incredible s'mores flavor in a waffle cone. And it's just mm-hmm. the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> That sounds really good. I love waffle cones. They're just the same. Best. They're the best. Especially <laughs> when they're homemade and they make the whole store smell so oh, amazing. Yeah, that vanilla. Oh, yeah. I can smell yeah. it right now. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any beverages that you enjoy? Seltzer is definitely my favorite. And um, I have a soda stream in my home, in my apartment. And I also have a soda stream in my office that was given to me as a gift so that I can have bubbles all day, which is the best gift ever. <laughs> that is amazing. I love that you have two. That's perfect. <laughs> it is perfect. I actually bought the soda stream in my apartment originally for my dad as a birthday gift. Me and my brother got it for him. And then we, when I moved out and he, um, I kind of bargained with him what I could trade him to get the soda stream back. <laughs> I like it. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to have bubbles in your life all day is just amazing. So many bubbles. I'm surprised I haven't floated away from all the bubbles. <laughs> Do you have a favorite scent or a smell? Um, I like 
fresh smells, you know, like fresh, like laundry, like it's just mm-hmm. makes me feel really cozy and nice. Um, yeah. Something like that. Or like fresh baked cookies <laughs> oh, yeah, or waffle cones or like, oh yeah. Or waffle cones. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite color or colors? Um, blue. I gravitate towards anything blue. Granted, a lot of my clothes are kind of like black, white, or gray. Cause you know, like neutral things, but anything else that I own is some kind of blue variety, which also kind of pulls back to camp because our camp colors have to are blue and gray. And I was, and I was a member of the blue team. So I was, I was always oh. pro blue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can wear black, white and um, gray with blue shoes or belt. Yeah, yeah exactly. Perfect. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and Stephanie, what brings you joy in life? So many things, but the first thing that comes to mind is my, my family and friends. I definitely, if I ever need a smile on my face or any kind of joy brought into my life, they're probably the first ones I'll, I'll turn to, to get some happiness and laughter up in there. <laughs> Ah, that's sweet. Thank God yeah. for family, right? Yes, it's so true. Yeah, it's very special. <laughs> it, is, it is. And it's, I always, I know that there's people that don't get along with their family, but it's always nice to hear people that do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely like very special, a special relationship to have. <laughs> well, thank you so much for spending your well, kind of almost evening with me and sharing your story so far. And like I said, in a couple years, we'll reconnect and see what you're up to. Sounds perfect. Yeah, thank you for having me. This has been awesome. You can tell how much Stephanie loves her job and all the opportunities she has, especially the travel. That's kind of fun. I think it's great to know there are food service companies out there that support RDs and want them to be part of their business. They see the value a dietitian can bring to their company, and I feel like we definitely need more of that in our profession. My website, AnnaElizabethArty.com, is where you can read my latest Embrace the Hell Yeah blog post, as well as all my previous podcasts, show notes, and links to things we talked about during all my conversations with these great nutrition experts. My book is available to purchase on the website. And now there are 15 CEUs approved for self-study through the CDR, which you can purchase on the website as well. I hope we can connect more on social media by finding me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest at AnnaElizabethRD. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.